You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. These guys have been working hard. You know, they've been in the weight room. They've been out running. And so to start back in football and getting out there and throwing the ball around, uh, working on technique, getting back into the drills, just playing in general. I mean, it was time. And I think that's why the schedule is what it is. These guys get a chance to build their bodies, get healthy for the most part, um, going into spring and the chance to go back and try to hone your craft and get better and work on the things uh, from last season. What did you learn? What do you got to get better at? Well, there's a number of things. It's not just one specific. Um, but there's a number of things each position has they need to work on. Uh, as a group, you know, we're trying to create habits. You know, always this time of year, we're creating habits uh, they are gonna carry over into the summer that they're gonna work on by themselves uh, when they go out there and practice. And then into fall camp, where do these habits take us? Ultimately, hopefully it takes us into being a much better football team than we were last year. Um, and this finish component, as you look at the season, that we can carry those habits into a season where we finish and we finish it the right way, the way we want to. Probably strange having Scooter not be out there, but what's your, what's your plan kind of going forward yeah. with that with that position? Yeah, you know, it certainly is. And, uh, you know, Scott was here. I, I missed him. I was doing a clinic in San Diego. And so he, uh, when he came and spoke to the team, but, uh, you know, a guy that's been uh, a Bronco for a long, long time and has given a lot to this program. So, yeah, when he's not out there, you know, it's one of your buddies, obviously a guy you coach with. Um, Nate Potter and Chris Ross, both those guys have stepped up. They've done a great job. They're meeting with the guys. Uh, and even our veterans, the ones that are hurt. You know, Mason Hampton's out. Garrett, Garrett Larson's out there. John Molchon's out there. Archie Lewis is out there. They're coaching. Those guys understand it. I mean, I think if, you know, nothing against our coaches, but if we didn't have them, they could go out there and get it done as well. They're focused, uh, and I think they're into it, uh, helping each other out. So. Uh, certainly miss Scooter being out there, but our plan moving forward, you know, we're going to interview guys. We're going to be talking to uh, coaches. Uh, there's a lot of interest in that position uh, from the O-line coaches out there, and hopefully we have somebody in place soon. You know, what that time frame is, uh, I don't know exactly that at this point. It's got to be the right fit, the right guy. Uh, but I'll tell you this, I'm not in a tremendous hurry because of the guys we have here on staff. And the way the coaches rally around that group, uh, even the defensive coaches, you know, to keep those guys' morale up, hey, we're ready to roll. And to be honest with you, it's probably good timing for us that we're out there on the field now. Football is happening. These guys are getting a chance to go out there and, and actually compete and play. Uh, now we just got to figure out who that next guy is and who comes in here and fits best and can help us get better. What's the main adjustment without having him uh, on your staff? Pardon me? What's the main adjustment without um, having him on your staff? Well, now? you're talking about a lot of experience. You know, here's a guy that um, over the years now, and, and he's been in this offense for a long time. Uh, so coaching it each and every time it comes around to a spring ball or a fall camp, you know, there's a lot of knowledge in that room. There's a lot of detail. There's a lot of history of things that he and I went through or when he was here as the, the tight end coach or the old line coach, whatever it was. So. You lose some of that experience. You lose, uh, too, you know, a guy that's been here that, that's given so much, you know, and 
I think our coach has done a great job. You know, it's football is like life. We talk about it all the time. When you go out there and you play, all right, sometimes, hey, the game's going on, you get injured, all right, somebody comes out there and, hey, it's tough, but what do they do? They pull you off the field, the next guy goes in, and the game resumes. I mean, that's really how it is. That's a lot like life. So he's no longer with us. We got two other guys that are in that room. We got an O-line room that's uh, ready to go out there and work, and the game goes on. And so, you know, our focus is, the things we had to talk or get better at today, the things we talked about, finishing, our technique, the habits we're creating. Uh, that was the main focus, and I thought our guys did a great job. I thought the energy was really good. Um, everybody was excited to get back out there, and it's exactly what we needed for the first day of practice. There's kind of a couple, well, the last time I talked to you, kind of along with the guys that you didn't anticipate playing this spring, but got a chance to catch up with Alexander Madison a couple weeks ago, and he said yeah. that he felt like he's a little bit ahead of the curve. I don't know if there's an update on any of those guys or anticipate seeing any of them this spring? Yeah, he's ahead of the curve, but he's not going to be practicing, you know, and that's a good thing. I think the mentality, you want every single guy to not be like, yeah, I'm a little behind. You know, you want him to be like, yeah, I feel good. I could go out there. You know, Julian Carter's out there. He had surgery during the season, um, shoulder surgery. He's got a yellow jersey on right now, no contact. But he was out there and went and laid out for a ball and caught it. And so pop right back up, and everybody's kind of waiting for that moment. You know, he's going to lay there, and all of a sudden, boom, he's right up. Wasn't even thinking about it, runs right back, gets the ball back, and is ready to go on the next play. So, um, you know, I think every one of those injured guys, when, when this time comes around, they all want to get out there and go practice. Uh, it's our job to be smart, make sure that we get them a few reps, get them a few things they can do. Uh, but we're also preparing for summer and getting these guys ready for the season. And if they're ahead of schedule, great. If they can do a little bit more than anticipated, even better. Uh, and then we have to just be the, the judges of how much that is. You look at the, the offense, you know, today, probably what it was compared to in you know, the bowl game, and you know, like Brett Rippin and maybe Jake Rowe out there as a starter. Outside of that, it's, it's yeah. a lot of newness. Yeah, yeah, a lot, of, uh, a lot of new faces out there, which at this time of year is really good. You know, you're hoping uh, as you get into summer and you get into the season or fall camp, you're going to have a full squad, Guys that haven't played much, got more experience uh, through spring practice, and you've got more depth. The one thing we've seen, right, is even that third string guy becomes really, really important. And it's like that, they're playing. And so we've got to be three deep. We've got to be three deep with guys that can play. And that gives us a chance to go out there and we, we have depth on the football team. We have competition on the football team. And now we can use guys uh, in roles on offense, defense, special teams, and feel good about their backup coming in there and spelling that guy at times and not losing anything when we do that. And so Brett's a, a great leader. Jake Rose a great leader. And those guys are going to help the, the young ones out and get them going, and they understand the standard, and you know, those two guys right there are going to set it. I asked Brett about you know, maybe the, where, where he, looking back at last season, the areas he can address to, to improve the most. He mentioned confidence, and I know that's kind of a mental thing, but how can you work on that here in the spring? I don't know if you go see a sports psychologist or what, but how, how do yeah. you work on that? Well, I, I think it comes with your expectations. You know, I really do. I think it comes with maturity. You know, a lot of ways. As you become a better player and you become a more elite player, and I think Brett is one of those guys um, – like in anything in life, right, the better you get at it, the more you realize how much you don't know and how much you have to spend time on learning certain things so you can really have a great feel when you go out there. I think that's where really good players start to get, especially as they get older. It's like, wow, I got a whole lot I need to keep learning. Um, confidence comes from that. And 
Um, I don't see Brett as a guy that has shaken confidence at all. I think he's a guy that uh, understands that there's going to be a lot of different scenarios going to be put in, and to really just be calm, do his job, and he knows he's capable of doing, and doing that more consistently. You know, and to me, that comes from I think where he's thinking right now. That's got to come from my preparation. It's got to come from. You know, me bringing guys along, too, that are going to be out there playing. Some of these young wide receivers, they have to develop. They have to do their jobs. The O-line has to do it. Um, and so that leadership component along with that experience, I think that's where he gets that. All right, you know what? you got to grow confidence. Well, that, that's going to be a lot of work to do that between now and when we start. Uh, but he's always had it. You know, I, I love his demeanor. I think he's got fantastic demeanor on the sideline. And I think that's something that... He's developing, I know with Coach Hill, is developing um, as we move forward, and, and even on the offensive side uh, as well. With Coach Well, Brett, uh, Harson was kind of talking about, you know, you guys being anxious to get back out there, obviously, especially with how last season ended, so how did it feel to have that first spring practice? Yeah, um, it felt really good to get back out there with the guys again, and uh, you know, I thought we did some good things. I thought we did some, some bad things, pretty much the normal for uh, first spring practice. But um, no, it was good. We we're uh, looking forward to uh, you know getting better. For you, what's you know what's what's this what's important this spring? You know, especially kind of looking back at last season. Uh, just improving on the stuff that uh, you know you go back and watch from uh, last year, and there's always things that you're working on, and um, whether it's you know mechanically or you know mentally, and you know maturing as. Uh, with your decision making and things like that, so um, you know you're always working on different things. It's uh, it's kind of crazy. You're quickly become kind of a veteran here, third spring ball. I mean, how much does experience help you kind of hone in and, and focus on what you want to you know improve at yourself? Yeah, I think it helps a lot. Um, you know, this being my third time around, I, I know what to expect um, now, and uh, you know, just trying to be uh, more of a leader and step up into that role a little bit, and uh, you know, help the other guys, help the younger guys out. Um, you know, especially. Uh, Marcus, our new and early enrollee, um, you know, trying to help him out because I know what it was like my first spring here, and it's tough, you know, being an early enrollee. Is it uh, a little weird not seeing 82 running around out there practice, or heck, even six and number one for that matter too this year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, definitely a different, um, completely different look today at the wide receiver position. You know, with uh, Sed being out first day, and uh, you know, Chaz and um, Tom is gone, but uh, I thought those guys did a good job, and um, you know, Coach Keysaw brings it good energy to that room so they'll be uh they'll be solid what's that adjustment like not having Spurback just as far as when you drop back to pass and normally he's been one of the first guys you look at yeah it's different I mean you just uh you don't have that same guy out there and a guy that you've had uh you know a pretty good relationship with um as far as like on the field and uh you know knowing where he's going to be at and same with Jeremy too you know not having him out there but um, you know, we got guys that are stepping up, and you know it's good to get new new faces out there. There's a lot of chances for receivers to catch passes this year because what 110 are gone between Anderson and and Spurbeck. So how how do you get on the same page? Because some other people are going to have to take those catches. Yeah, um, you know, and it just comes with working with those guys more, and um, you know, working on timing routes, and um, you know, getting with them and throwing and doing seven on sevens and different things like that. Watching film and making sure that we're all on the same page and. Um, you know, we're moving this thing forward in the right direction. You're your own, you know, I think you're your own biggest critic, but, uh, you know, when you look back to last season, what do you think, you know, are your biggest areas that you need to improve this year? Um, I think, honestly, a lot of it's, you know, just my confidence and, you know, having that confidence in myself and my, because I know I prepare well and then just going out and 
just playing and um, you know playing in the framework of the offense, but then also you know extending plays a little bit more and doing some things that way. So um, you know that's what I've been working on, and uh, you know hopefully I can uh, improve in that area this spring. Zach has said you know sometimes maybe if there's an early mistake, sometimes it might compound on you. You know how, how do you try to get over that stuff? You know and it's it's psychological, I guess, more than a lot. But yeah, you know, how do you try to fix that sort of a thing as a quarterback? Yeah, you just have to have a short memory and. Um, you know, forget the mistakes that you make and know that and kind of embrace the, you know, when things do go wrong, you know, it's just, uh, you know, gr grind your teeth in and get going and uh, make sure everybody else is on the same page too. Because it's not, and one thing too, it's not, it's, it, football's a team game. It's not just one guy out there. And that's what I think I, I try to put too much on my shoulder sometimes. And I got to be able to make, uh, you know, trust that our, our, our guys are going to make plays, our running backs are going to make plays, our O-line's going to block and our receivers are going to catch. Uh, I saw a stat with J-Mac the other day. He said that in like 230-some-odd pass attempts or whatnot, he, he'll have one sack or something. I mean, yeah, that was a lie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I, uh, somebody showed me that. Um, yeah, I, that's, a, that's a pretty amazing stat. I don't know how they go off if whether he gave up the sack or not. But, um, I mean, he obviously was a really good um, guy running back in protection. And, uh, you know, he took pride in that. And, uh, I mean, that doesn't surprise me, to be honest. I think one of the questions that people wondered with last season is, why didn't the tight ends get the ball more? Why do you, why, why do you, you know, what's your answer to that? Maybe why those guys weren't as active as maybe some people thought they would be? Yeah, uh, and I think a lot of it was, uh, you know, just the scheme we had in. And we, we had good playmakers at receiver. And, um, you know, we did a lot with them in the run game, too. And I think it was just week by week it just – to the point where, you know, we didn't get him the ball that much. And, um, you know, going back and look at it, that's one thing that we're going to emphasize this spring is, uh, you know, trying to get those guys the ball more because we have a lot of good tight ends that can make plays. How do you feel about your line right now with Scott Huff leaving? You know, we don't know exactly who's going to be the line coach. How do you feel about how they're going to fix in with what we have right now? Yeah, you know, I think they're doing a great job. Uh, you know, Coach Potter has stepped in and, uh, you know, been there for those guys. And uh, I thought they did a good job today. And, you know, we got some guys out, uh, some starters last year with some injuries. So, um, you know, some guys are getting in to, you know, get their opportunity. And I the think they're doing a great job. They're working hard every day. And obviously we're going to make mistakes, but, um, you know, it's a learning process. How different is it for you right now? I mean, you look in the backfield and Jeremy's not there where you're talking about the wide receivers, but you, you do look at the offensive linemen in front of you. And it's a, today is probably a group of five new guys can, you know, compared to last year. Yeah, and it's a it's a completely different look out there. Like you know, like I said before, and um, you know, from a quarterback standpoint, you don't really think about that too much because you you work with the other ten guys you have on the field, and you try to make the you know the best best you can with uh, who's out there, and try to make everybody better um, along with yourself. So, I thought we did a good job today, though. From you know, guys having to step in. Um, you know, we had Zach or. Juco transfer. He had to step in and play left guard today, and he did. A, I thought he did a great job. I have to go back and watch the film, but um, you know, guys are doing a great job. It's like that next man up mentality, and I think everybody's kind of embracing that. So the, your second year working with Zach, that familiarity, how beneficial is that for you? Yeah, it's awesome. You know, Coach Hill is a uh, unbelievable quarterback coach. He's done a great job with me. Um, you know, with my mechanics and my mental aspect of the game too, and we're still kind of working together on. Uh, some different things and trying to, you know, refine my game and, um, you know, take it to the next level. There's other two quarterbacks, uh, Wraith and obviously a new guy, but, you know, Jake, they, you know, coaches have talked about him improving a lot. You know, what have you seen out of those two guys working with you? Yeah, they've been uh, both really good. Wraith and, you know, coming in 
uh, as a JUCO transfer as well. And having to learn the offense pretty quickly here, I thought he did a pretty good job today. And Jake has been, you know, working really, really hard and doing a great job as well. He's, uh, I've seen him take huge stride this spring. So it's going to be fun, you know, having those guys in the room with me. They're both uh, pretty focused and they help, uh, they help out for sure. What, what is it about the first day, man? I mean, just getting out there, stepping back on the blue. I mean, uh, is it, I don't know, you feel like kid again or anything like that? I mean, just kind of yeah. the innocence of the game come out? Yeah, you know, just getting the competitive juices flowing again. Um, you know, it's nice to get everybody out there and, you know, everybody, we're doing what we love. I mean, when it comes down to it, we love, everybody out there loves playing football and, um, you know, we enjoy getting out there and competing against each other. So it's just fun getting back out there and, um, you know, being with the guys and, you know, competing. Well, David, obviously the first spring practice, uh, how did it feel to get back out there? Oh, it felt really good. I mean, everybody's really excited. I'm pretty sure everybody got up a lot earlier than we were supposed to today. Everybody got here early, ready to attack it. And I, you definitely seen from both sides of the ball that we're really hyped up and ready for what the season has to offer. It's kind of, you know, important for you guys, and I guess especially defensively, you know, here in the spring. What do you try to work on? It's, you know, it's a little bit of getting past last season. It's still so far to next season. What's kind of the focus for you guys on the defensive side? I think we still have, like, the same uh, mindset. We're still trying to fix our little techniques, and definitely on the, on the defensive side of the ball, we're trying to develop depth. Um, Coach Call was always worrying, worried about us because we have a bunch of young guys, but I think today we got after it, attacked it. So that's the huge emphasis is develop depth. What's the difference for you personally? I mean, last year you came in as a guy who hadn't played a whole lot. Now you're coming back as a regular. Yeah. How does the spring feel this year versus last year? I think last year what I really want to do was get comfortable and get used to, like, everything. But right now I'm kind of in that leadership role, especially because Sam Mack and Elliot leaving. So right now I'm just trying to teach everybody what I went through last week, last year and see if they could do the same this year. What is just the, the best thing about day one? Uh, I think that physical contact going against the old line, that, I, that's personally the favorite for me. Uh, and definitely the worst part is not hitting the quarterback because we got Brett Riffin, but it's still, it's still all the same, just that physical contact aspect of the ball, uh, seeing everybody uh, finally, instead of conditioning together, playing together, getting trying to be that defensive unit we all want to be. Besides the spring game, you, know, you guys are just practicing, and it's a long time until a game actually gets played. How do you keep your mindset right with everything that goes on in the spring ball? I think that you, were, you hit it right on when it comes to it being a, a mindset. That's the one thing for defense. It's all a mentality for us right now. And if we attack every practice like we would have a game at the end of this week, uh, we're, we're going to come out to be a pretty good defense or a pretty dominant team if we treat everything like a game. You talked about the depth on the defensive line. It seems like it should be there, I guess, in theory. you got a lot of numbers. you got a lot of young guys who got in a little bit last year but not a ton, and Caldwell kind of said that maybe he wished he played them a little more. What, what's kind of that, that competition like? And I guess you know, just the fact that you guys have a lot of guys but maybe some who haven't played much. Yeah, I think just because they didn't get as much playing time as they did last year, they're definitely trying to be more hungry this year. Uh, they're trying to do extra reps. Um, this is like the first time I've had more people with, like call me and say, "Let's go do, let's go in the film, watch more film." So they're just definitely hungry, trying to attack it. That's what I've noticed was different about them last year. They're just trying to get used to the ball. I mean, they're oh, I'm a true freshman, I'm playing football, but they really weren't. But now they're a lot more hungry. How much of a difference does it make? You know, them maybe now, you know, having that experience a little bit, and you know, Caldwell says maybe that big leap's, leap's going to happen in the fall. But how much does that help those guys at least that they know kind of the game speed a little bit? I think it helps a whole uh, helps the whole defense as a whole. If they know what they're doing, then our linebackers could flow. If our linebackers could flow, our defense our 
defensive backs could flow off of them too. So if they know what they're doing, our defense would be a lot stronger. As a whole, where do you want to see the defense better this year? I think turnovers. We want to get a lot more turnovers. That's a huge emphasis today. We didn't get as much as we wanted to, so we had a run at the end, but that's definitely the biggest emphasis this year. Looking back to last year, why do you think you didn't get as many as you wanted? I think we kind of let all the little things slip away sometimes. We were good at holding them all four downs, but when that ball got in the air, I think we weren't as hungry enough, but now we're definitely attacking it. You said you have to get a run after practice for a lack of turnovers. Did you guys do that last year? Yeah, we did the exact same thing last year, too. Okay. So it just carries on to uh, just next spring. You know, but on signing day, Andy, I was saying that, you know, maybe uh, anticipate, you know, blitzing linebackers and a little stuff a little bit more. How, how does that impact your guys' role and, um, I guess, maybe the mindset of attack mode on defense? I'm going to just leave that to Coach Outlaws. I just focus on what I do. If he sends in more linebackers, that will let, let us be a lot more open, I guess. But I'll just let Coach Outlaws handle that, mm-hmm. the scheme. What, what, why was there, I mean, through the first, you know, five, six games of last season, you guys were one of the top sack teams in the country, and then it just kind of did dip off after that. I mean, any um, idea why? I honestly have no uh, idea why. I guess there are more double teams and stuff like that, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. trying to. They definitely had a lot more people in the box with uh, Sam and Elliott and people like Jabron around the outside. So def- they just left a lot more people in the box and our sacks went down. But mm-hmm. you can see from the backside, our linebackers and defensive backs were like, making a lot more plays. Colwell, Col- personally, how are winter workouts? And I looked at the, the roster and the, and the weight changes. It looked like you dropped a little bit. Yeah, I, I did I did drop a little weight. I mean, I, I transitioned from nose to three tech, and I still wanted to keep that speed. Uh, Coach, the Coach P and all of them were so on me about gaining weight and stuff like that, but they're still pretty uh, happy with my maxing and all that and my strength going up and my body fat going down. So overall, they just, they're just they pretty happy. Caldwell talked a lot about, you know, obviously relying on a lot of the starting four last year, and then you had guys like Jabril dinged up, you know, Perez banged up, and those younger guys maybe not quite cracking the rotation. So late in the season, maybe weren't as productive with the sacks and stuff. Was, was the lack of depth maybe a little noticeable last year, especially, like, obviously you had to be out there sometimes for the entire game? Yeah, I mean, especially after that BYU game, losing a, a pass rusher like Jabril and losing Gabe pretty early, too, and having, like, Dings with Silsby and uh, everybody else on the D-line to kind of help uh, the other our opponents, and it kind of stopped our progression a little bit. And because we had to play a lot more plays, maybe that did have a factor. But at the end of the day, football is football. And if we need to be out there as long as we have to, we need to be. So it didn't really matter coming towards the end.